Hello everyone, welcome to the brand new YouTube channel for Headspace. And of course, Headspace is a newsletter that I've had for some time where I explore life-changing transformative ideas. And I've decided to make a YouTube version of it for a variety of reasons that I'll share afterwards. But for the time being, what, I, what you need to know is this. I'm going to mostly do solo short episodes. Every once in a while, I'll start introducing interviews with amazing people that I happen to be connected with. I'm lucky enough to be around. And then in about three or four episodes, so in about three or four weeks, I'll drop a longer life journey story of my life that will explain a lot of the why behind the what. And I think that may be of great service and inspiration to you. For the time being, what I would like to ask you to do is to subscribe to this, ring the bell so you can get notifications, feed the algorithm, share it with friends, ask them to subscribe because basically the only thing that makes this worth doing is for people to watch this and to benefit from the ideas that we bring uh, into this channel. So please, please, please do that for me. And here we go with the first episode. Do you have this overwhelming sense and had it maybe for a while that you just don't fit in? That you don't fit in in your industry, your workspace, your family, maybe your friend group, maybe your church, and it just doesn't feel good? Well, I bring you good news. If you don't fit in, there may be a treasure there. It may be just that it's an amazing competitive advantage in life that you haven't tapped in, into. So I'll give you a story to describe it. Actually, two stories. Here's the first one. Learn this term with me. Third culture kid. Three words. Third culture kid or TCK. You can look it up. It's a real thing. It was coined by a professor, um, Dr. Ruth Hill. She was an expat living in India in the 50s and her kids um, were British, but they were also Indian and they were not quite Indian and not quite British. So she looked at how they operate, how they speak, how they move around. And she coined the term third culture kid is somebody who forges a third culture, something, something in between, right? So I'm a TCK, a classic TCK. I grew up in Russia, Chile, Germany, and Africa, right? All kinds of different languages, cultures very early on. So I've learned four languages by age nine, right? Very confused individual. Now, there's a downside to that. The downside is that, look, if I, if I go to Africa, you know, I, I'm not black, I'm not Afrikaans, and I'm sort of the other person, right? They would call me white there, of course. In America, they would call me Latino. Um, in Latin America, in Chile, I, have, I speak it, but I have sort of this cultural background that was mostly formed outside of Chile. So after like five minutes, people go, you're not really from here, are you, right? Same thing in America. I have an accent, right? A very confused accent. They can even tell what the accent is from. Uh, when I go to Ukraine or Russia or Eastern Europe, I look different, even though I speak fluently. Um, and culturally, I'm, um, I'm sort of more uh, connected there. So this develops in you this sense of insecurity, I think. It could be a real problem and a real limiting factor in life over the long run, over a lifetime sometimes. And the reason for that is because we are all wired for belonging. We're all wired to be part of a group of people. We're tribal, right? And, uh, and with that comes this desire, this deep desire to be accepted. 
And if you don't fit in, you don't feel accepted, and that just changes the way you look at the world. Now, there's two ways, two headspaces, how you can go about it. One is by conforming. I'm going to be like everyone else. I'm going to just learn the rules of the game, and I'm going to be like everyone else. I'll be accepted. Number two is I'm going to choose to add unique value and explore how I can do that. Now, there's a downside and upside to both, right? The first one is the upside is it's easy, right? And it's actually going to work short term. Long term is not going to work because it's not you. So it's going to be white knuckling it, right? It's, you're a different person. You're not going to succeed at being somebody else. The second way is to add unique value. Long term is better, and I'll tell you why in a second. Short term is harder because you have to explore, you have to find, you have to even understand and find the confidence and the mastery to add value to people around you. Because being unique in itself is not valuable, it's just weird, right? But to have unique value and look at others, how can I serve you? How can I make your life better? That is the journey, right? And it's a harder journey of exploration. Um, it's, it's not easy, but it's the winning headspace to be in. Here's the most amazing advantage of learning how to add unique value. You become a specific and not a statistic. Become a specific and not a statistic. A specific value cannot be easily replaced. It doesn't compete. And that takes me to the first thing I want to tell you about how to go about it is that you can work on distinction and not on competition. You look at the landscape and you go, what is everybody else doing that I can't do as well anyway? Might as well do this, but better than them. So you work on distinction, not competition. And there are environments that really where you flourish if you want to do that, right? There's some environments where that's not possible. You should probably change environments, right? Uh, but if you Choose an environment like, for example, creativity. That's probably that, that's the first success I've had in life professionally was in the creative field. I was an artist, a singer, and I did not fit in in most other environments. But in this particular environment, I not only fit in, but I actually thrived and had tremendous success. Right? Um, entrepreneurship is another one. That's probably why I'm an entrepreneur as well, because entrepreneurship is essentially the arts only in business. Right? It's creativity in business. That's all it is. Um, so it's very similar in many different ways. Like, um, and the third one, I think, if you can't really create your own path, which is not easy and it takes a long time and it's hard, uh, at the very least, find a place where there's a, an environment of meritocracy, right? Where people can look at you and you're in a large group of people doing something and they go, you know what, that person is doing it not only better, faster, but they're doing it differently and we value that and we want to promote and nurture that, right? Um, the second thing is mentorship. Get mentorship, give mentorship. The reason I tell you this is because whoever is um, unique also has unique flaws. So you can't, you just can't do it alone, basically, right? And it's true for everyone, but it's particularly true for people who don't fit in, right? You have unique flat sides. You need mentors. Find mentors whatever it takes, right? What makes them pay attention to you? How can you serve them? How can you thank them? How can you support them so they can mentor you and sort of make you a little bit more well-rounded? And when you do get that, what you realize is, man, many people need that. And you start mentoring other people as well, helping them with their flat sides. The third thing is this, focus. And I'm telling you, focus from the heart, not 
in words, not just in sort of behavior, but for, focus in your motivation to find ways to serve others, to actually add value, not to come to this out of a place of, I don't fit in, I'll do my own thing, if no one understands me, whatever. No, that's, that's not gonna help you. That's not gonna help you. Then you're weird, right? There's weird and there's uniquely qualified to add value. Choose the uniquely qualified to add value part and how you get there is you have the heart of a servant seeking to find, to add unique value to the people around you. It could be your investors, your coworkers, your partners, your spouse, your kids, all of it, right? Your heart is of a servant. How can I serve you uniquely with what I've been gifted with? That heart, that posture of heart will take you sort of down a rabbit hole, right? A, a domino effect of transformation where you uh, all have this just incredible advantage, competitive advantage, and you don't fit in. And both can coexist in the same space. Now going on this journey of not fitting in and adding unique value and being more of a specific than a statistic, it's, it's just not an easy task, right? Uh, because you're always battling this primal lizard brain, I don't fit in, I don't fit in, people don't accept me, people don't appreciate me, appreciate me uh, type language in your head. And to beat that, what you need to do is you need to do the things that I just said, right? Because then you get proof that this is good. You get um, knowledge, not just faith that this is good. And I'll give you a few examples how this has uh, played out remarkably in my life. And, and honestly, I can't claim any credit. It's really more of I stumbled into this stuff uh, because I was desperate, because I was so, you know, I was so weird. <laughs> so, uh, so I'll give you one example is music, right? I was living in Eastern Europe. You know, I had a master's degree in economics. I didn't want to go in, into business at the time, um, but I was musical. I danced, I sang, I liked music. And, um, and physically, I didn't fit in. Uh, ethnically, I didn't fit in. Dark-skinned, you know, and, um, and doing music made me into a, from a minority into somebody who is exotic, right? Um, and the kind of music that I've learned because I was all over the world growing up actually infused my music with an advantage, a competitive advantage, so people loved it. Uh, so, you know, I sold millions of albums and entertained millions of people and uh, what, an, what an amazing transformation from being an outcast and, a, and somebody who doesn't fit into being somebody who adds unique value, right? So this is just one example. Um, I'll give you several more and I'll probably keep bringing this, this stuff back up because I really believe that suffering produces superpowers and there's ways to channel um, suffering into a superpower. Uh, just a recent example, and, and I have dozens of those, is that you know, with the war in, U in Ukraine flaring up, um, I, you know, I, I looked around and I was either watching, gonna watch TV and be depressed so I can do something, and I realized that I have some unique value that I can offer. I have I lived in Ukraine. My youngest daughter was born in Ukraine. I know a bunch of people um, in Ukraine, friends. I have a network of people in Ukraine and I have a network of people in the US. So I basically connected those dots and we started the Ukraine Relief Network. And the Ukraine Relief Network in literally the first two months of the war generated close to a quarter of a million dollars and we're helping refugees. Uh, and by the way, call to action, ukrainereliefnetwork.org, check it out maybe you can plug in and help. 
But those are just two examples and I have so many of them. So I really believe in this stuff. It's, it's an amazing, powerful, transformative thought that you don't have to fit in. That may be actually your competitive advantage. I hope this helps. Thank you for tuning in into the very first episode of Headspace, the YouTube channel. Please help us grow it. Subscribe, ring the bell, forward to friends, spread the word. Um, and in the comments, tell us a story of how not fitting in has affected you in a good way or a bad way, how, what you've done to overcome, what your problems are, what your struggles are. I would love to read your comments. Thank you again and welcome to Headspace.